0: Welcome back to another episode of MagiCast.ai. I'm your host, and… Yay! I'm not a robot anymore. Today, we're going to dive into a topic that's both important and controversial, abortion laws in the USA. But fear not, my dear B1 students, we'll keep it light and informative. So grab your popcorn and let's get started. Now, before we begin, let's establish the foundation here the politics of abortion and contraception have certainly had their fair share of converging over time. We've seen how constituency characteristics and voting behavior on family planning legislation have changed, especially for the Democrats. It's like witnessing a magical transformation, but with more political intrigue and less fairy dust. In the year 2003, the legislature voted to increase public funding for access to contraception. And boy, did that raise some eyebrows. Those were some spicy times, my friends. But what caught our attention was how the individual votes on contraception had notably different patterns compared to the votes on abortion. It's like they were dancing to two different tunes, completely out of sync. Fast forward to 2011, and things took an interesting turn. We had more votes on both the General Appropriations Bill and other state funding for or regulation of contraceptive services. It's like the politicians couldn't get enough of the contraception party. It's important to remember that we're looking at these votes with Bayesian ideal point models. And if you're scratching your head wondering, what the heck is that? Well, don't worry, I won't leave you hanging. Bayesian ideal point models are just fancy mathematical tools to help us understand the relationship between votes on abortion and contraception within each session. Now, let's talk numbers, my friends. In 2003, there were 35 family planning votes out of 1013. And in 2011, we had 63 out of 1206. That's a lot of voting going on. But what's intriguing is how the votes on contraception in 2003 and 2011 looked like they were from two different universes. It's like they took a ride on a time machine and ended up in completely different political spaces. Talk about a clash of ideologies. When we look at these votes in fancy ternary plots, we see how abortion bills and contraception funding bills behave differently. In 2003, the votes on contraception were almost pure-party votes, completely unrelated to the family planning factor. It's like they were at opposite ends of the political spectrum. But in 2011, things got a bit more aligned. Both abortion and contraception votes tended to fall in a similar location in the political space. It's like they finally decided to join forces and have tea together. It's important to note that a vote's cutline is what separates the Yay! S from the nays. And let me tell you, my dear listeners, the cutline for these votes was strongly diagonal. It needed both partisanship and the family planning factor scores to make sense of it all. It's like trying to decode a secret message with two pieces of a puzzle. Complicated stuff, folks but wait, there's more. We're not done yet. In this magical political adventure, our results show that the politics of abortion and contraception in Texas have seemingly converged over time. It's like watching an intense game of Uno, where you're not sure who's going to win until the very end. Partisanship alone cannot explain the changing voting patterns. It's like there's a twist in the plot that nobody saw coming. Now, let's talk geography. In Texas, it seems that the converging politics of abortion and contraception have coincided with a shift in the voting patterns of male Democratic legislators representing districts near the U.S.-Mexico border. It's like they had a front-row seat to the political roller coaster, and they couldn't help but jump on board. The impact of increasing numbers of Latino voters on family planning policy is yet to be discovered. It's like a captivating storyline that's still being written, So my dear B1 students, what have we learned today? The politics of abortion and contraception have taken us on a wild ride. We've seen how votes on these issues have changed over time and how they've converged in unexpected ways. The story is far from over, and it raises important questions about the future direction of family planning policy and its impacts on public health. And that wraps up another episode of MagiCast.ai. Join me next time as we unravel another captivating topic. Until then, keep your minds curious, your hearts open, and remember, the magical world of knowledge is just a podcast away. Yay! That was so much fun. Uh Ahaha.